Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. I'm Chieko Dunham. Hey, Giblets. I'm Rick from the Mad Max Minute. <laughs> and I'm Julia, also from the Mad Max Minute. <laughs> Welcome back, Rick and Julia. Thank you so much for being with us this week. It's oh. been good. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We're glad to be here to wrap up the week with you. I'm glad. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute. Another way to say that. Today we're talking about Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Minute 90. Hour and a half into the movie. Minute 90 starts with Nausicaa dodging bullets from the Tomekian Corvette's gunner. And it ends with the mayor of Pajit talking about Pajit pride. Uh-huh. Saying something. He's about <laughs> to say something about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so we, we were talking uh, at the end of yesterday's episode about how horrible the Tomekian gunners are and maybe the reasons for that. Got that continuation. Yeah, we think we covered it. So one of the notes I have is that maybe, you know, Tomeki is supposed to be, it's an empire. Mm-hmm. They're in the middle of an expansion, right? They're they're at war with Pajit and they're, uh, Kushana is commanding this expeditionary force pretty far from the homeland. Mm-hmm. And maybe just the fact that they have terrible aim and that, you know, maybe they have like raw recruits and the fact that their ships are very flimsy. Maybe these are symptoms of like too rapid oh, just growth like of the country. Too much supply, not enough demand or just or the other way around or the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> Just they've got, they're kind of in uh, just rapid production mode and just kind of rapid expansion that they're not, they're just churning stuff out without, you know, both trainees and equipment without, you know, the quality behind it. Mm -hmm. Whatever's going on, these shots that are flying at Nausicaa, uh, just perspective wise, they really look like they should be hitting her square on. Yeah. Yeah. Like the only reason they're not hitting her is because those poofs of the cloud behind her are like too low. I mean, I don't know. It, it's just these glowing pink football things that they're shooting out of these cannons. Yeah, just some of them go right into her butt. There's yeah. no rhyme or reason to this. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy anime nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and from one perspective, we see that she's got two gunners firing at her. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. She's got the gunner at the top of the ship as well as the one on, on the one side of the cockpit. Yeah, so... You know, maybe it is, like we said, that they're purposefully not hitting her. I feel like this is the setup to, like, a joke. Like, how many Tomekian gunners does it yeah. take to shoot down one Valley of the Wind princess? Yeah. <laughs> no. I don't know the punchline to that one. I'm not good with improv. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not either. <laughs> well, maybe it's a... It, there's a theory about... The stormtroopers in Star Wars, mm-hmm. that they're such bad shots because subconsciously they don't want to hit their targets. Ah. So perhaps with these new fresh recruits who haven't been properly trained, maybe subconsciously they don't want to hit her. So maybe they're not all gung-ho with the idea of shooting a child. Yeah, maybe yeah. they're <laughs> yeah, morally I'm gonna go with that okay. One. Yeah, yeah, they, they get yelled at by the commander. You're not, hey, I'm firing. What do you want? You <laughs> yeah. see me firing, right? I'm Do you think I job. woke up this morning wanting to kill a child? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of sociopaths does, does that commander think he's commanding? How can I go home to my wife and children? <laughs> You're like, hello, <laughs> child. I killed one of you today. <laughs> Not you specifically, but one like you. I'm a soulless entity. <laughs> oh. Wow. 
in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's what yeah. happens when you're the antagonist in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do terrible things. You kind of have to throw away your rights and wrongs. Speaking of getting dark, uh, good old happy-go-lucky Mito. Oh, yeah. Does his share of killing mm. in this yeah. minute. And he cheers. Yeah. It- yeah. It's fortunate that he shows up because it was Edward James almost too late. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> Cause, Richard. Because in the American dub, he's voiced by Edward James almost. Okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> That's pretty good. <sighs> wow. I really like this shot that he does where the two giant rockets i assume fly yeah. right by nausicaa yeah they like i'm surprised that they didn't like singe off some of her hair well if her hair wasn't singed off before from all the telmechian right shots then i think it's safe okay based on this shot the skill of this shot i have questions about mito's past he's only yeah. got one eye yeah okay. he's got no I, depth perception i wow i hadn't even thought of that that's concerning <laughs> I wonder, the presence of this gunship in the Valley of the Winds kind of seems to be an anomaly. Like, oh, they have a gunship? That's kind of weird. Why would they have a gunship? And nobody ever talks about it. So it kind of seems like these people have a history of at least defending themselves and yeah. having the equipment to defend themselves. I wonder if Mito was the one who used to fly that gunship, if that was his ship. Mm. And that's why he seems so skilled. In flying it and shooting it. Well, I'm wondering if he's actually the one pulling the trigger here. Or if it's Yupa in the back actually doing Mm. the firing. Yeah, who is cultured, apparently. I think based on what we see later on in this movie, I think the rear seat flies the ship and the front seat operates the weaponry. I am Mm. concerned about the depth perception issue, though. Yeah. (laughs) I had forgotten about the eye patch. How is the back seat flying they flying. can't necessarily see yeah and they don't seem to have radar technology no well then then what's the back seat good for firing if they can't see anything to fire or or pilot well i kind of see like lever. a biplane yeah like when you have a two-seat biplane right. sometimes you have the the gunner in the front and the fl- pilot in the back. And sometimes that's switched around. Like, think of Indiana Jones. In the first movie, there's that seaplane, biplane. Yep. Mm-hmm. The front seat is the passenger. The rear yep. seat is the pilot where uh, Chuck sits. Yep. And yes. there's the snake in the front seat. But in Crusade, the pilot is in the front and the gunner is in the back. Yes. I think it switches out. And I think based on what we see later on in this movie where Nasca is flying the gunship, you've still got Mito in the front and he's like, hey, princess, we're going a little fast here. You're going to burn out the engines. And okay. Nasca is like, gung-ho! <laughs> Too bad. Mm. <laughs> gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Okay, Mito so Mito fired those shots yeah. that just barely missed his princess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised Lord Yupa didn't yell at him. He got the job done. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I still theorize that he has a history and he has skills. I think he does, yeah. He's got a particular set of skills. That's right. Skills that make him a nightmare for <laughs> people right. like the Tomekians. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love Nausicaa's expression when the Tomekian ship explodes behind her because it seems to be an expression of initial like sheer surprise. At, yeah, she's like, oh, oh. No, explosion. And then she looks back and she's like, oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> More death. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like she's surprised and she gets hit by a shockwave. Yeah, she's like, her, like legs are kind of splayed out. Yeah. And of course, Mito is celebrating. Yeah, and then like after Naoshiko's first like look of concern, Mito's in the bag just cheering and like flexing his muscles. <laughs> and he's going to engage the hook. Do they already know that there's a Pajit Brig there? Is that what they're going to hook? I haven't. I think they're hooking the glider. The glider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which doesn't really need to be hooked. Yeah, it doesn't. Nashka knows her way. She doesn't yeah. need you like helping her. Excuse you. Right, <laughs> and it's in perfect working order. Yeah. Maybe the gunship can go like much, much faster, faster though. Yeah. Way faster. Yeah. That yeah. would make sense. It probably has bigger engines. That's the impression mm-hmm. I get. Yeah. Yeah, Nashka starts to cry. She's got a few tears that fly out in the air. <laughs> There's a lot of yelling that happens in this movie. Yeah. across distances yeah. while yeah. people are flying around. Yeah. And I f- kind of feel like it's a point break thing <laughs> where people just think that you can shout across distances while you're flying through the air <laughs> and they don't take wind noise into account. Yeah. And yeah. Or engine noise, yeah. Uh, I just have to I just have to reassure myself, Rick, it's just a movie. It's just, <laughs> it's it's just a movie. It's not <laughs> like no. there are giant bugs. They don't need to follow all the rules. <laughs> this is animated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got a fox squirrel on her shoulder. Yeah. It's a shame that that there's not some sort of not even a radio between the front seat and the back seat of this gunship, but yeah. even like one of those talking horns like you see at a playground that Mito has to yeah, yell like back to Lord Yuba. Or something. Yeah. It's the red lever. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good thing that uh, Yupo stuck his head out just at that moment yeah. so he could hear. Mm-hmm. And Lord Yupa is just the best. He's so cool. He is. He's very cool. He's a badass. He is. Mm-hmm. And he's voiced by Patrick Stewart. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. I wanted so much watching the English dub for him at some point to say, make it so. And he never did. <laughs> oh, it must have been disappointing. Heart. I was very disappointed, but I was very excited because I think it was week before last when you guys were talking about the voice actor, I think for the Pidgeot Mare. Yeah. And he's the guy who does the Japanese voiceover for Patrick Stewart in The Next Generation, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. I thought I got Um, such a kick out of that. Yupa's voice actor actually does the voice acting for Obi-Wan Kenobi in the original trilogy. Oh, that's so great. That's great. Yeah, we don't get we don't get much Yupa this week. Yeah, no. it's kind of sad. We get a lot of him in the beginning. Yeah, he's he takes some names. I think I yeah. think it's next week. Yeah, next week. Ooh. <laughs> really shows off his skills as That's an right. epic swordsman. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Right. I don't have anything about the uh, the Pajit brig. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm su- I'm surprised because the uh, Tolmekian commander says, "Ah, oh, this is their last stronghold. Well, you know, this door isn't going to hold much longer." Yeah. I don't think the Tolmekians have ever gotten up against something this strong. Like they're probably perplexed that they're not able to instantly burst through this door based on their own like, construction. It's made out of wood and it's yeah. got like metal lining. Why like, is this why not is working? Just breaking. It, <laughs> yeah. Why is this not breaking when it's just a bunch of luggage and people just pushing up against it? Yeah, we've got like women and men pushing yeah, up against got this, the door. Where did they get this girder? Which girder? That they're ramming the, the door ram. with. Yeah. Oh yeah. Must have. 
is tearing part... the ship apart? That's yeah. not yeah. a good idea. That's yeah. not a good idea. The ship is the thing that you wanted to save, remember? <laughs> remember? Did it just fall somewhere? Oh, gosh. Yeah, and there's like a baby in the background crying. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. uh, yeah, and Asbel's... Are they... So the Mayor Pajit has an open flame... Yeah, All right. I You're wanted right. to ask about this. Oh, excuse I didn't me. <laughs> what? <Yeah>. In <laughs> his left safe? hand, he's holding a sword. In the right hand, he's only holding oh. what looks like an Aemon flame. And behind the subtitles, you can see that there's a canister with what looks like a long wick yeah. sticking out the top of it. Oh, and goodness. Someone's got a is gun? he going to blow up the ship with everybody in it? That's not safe. Like, that, oh would, uh, that would be in character. Yeah, self-destruction be at its best. <laughs> Like, if this is an example of Pedge 8 Pride, I don't want to see it. I don't I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also in that same shot, way in the back of the crowd are two adults. It looks like a man and a woman hugging each other. Yeah. 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 That's so sad. Like, they know they're going to die, so they're saying Aww. their goodbyes. And the children. Oh. Think of the children. I haven't... I don't know if anyone's mentioned this before, but the uh, the voice actor who does the Pedge Mare is Mark Hamill. Oh, oh that's yes. great. I remember Luke seeing Skywalker. that somewhere. I, this is more of a Joker role, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> um, Mark Hamill actually voices the main antagonist in Castle in the Sky. Oh, oh even right. better. Very nice. I love his voice acting career. I it's love so it great. too. It's great. I love it a whole lot more than this character, though. Oh, yeah. It's just, ah, he's the worst. Ah, and he's like, the sword is blade. He's stabbing the ground. That's what he's doing. <laughs> He's dulling the tip. Yeah. With, uh. Because it'll hurt more. (laughs) (laughs) It's not about doing damage anymore. It's it's about inflicting pain. Yeah. That's what it is now. Like a spoon. (laughs) Like a spoon. (laughs) Okay. Anything else about minute 90? No, that's all I have. Nope. All right, Rick and uh, Julia, where else can our listeners find you? Well, if people are interested in a post-apocalyptic movie that's a bit closer to the ground through most of it, (laughs) they can join us over at MadMaxMinute.com, where we are talking about the Mad Max series of movies, starting with the 1979 movie all the way through the 2015 Mad Max Fury Road. We have done Mad Max and Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior, so far. You can find us on iTunes and Google Play. You can find our complete backlog at our website. We're on Twitter at Mad Max Minute. We are on Facebook at Mad Max Minute. We also have a listeners page called Mad Max Minute Beyond Microphone. We're all over the social media, so if people want to track us down and see what we're all about, listen to our stuff, they are more than welcome to do that. We would love to have you. Yep. Right on. And we're going to start our new season, uh, Beyond Thunderdome, on April 9th, I believe, mm-hmm. correct? And at the same time, we're going to start reviewing the movie Hook five minutes at a time over on our Patreon page. Yep. So it's mad, uh, madmaxminute.com for the regular stuff, patreon.com slash madmaxmin for Hook. Right on. All well, right. thank you so much once again for yeah, joining us you. this week. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. This has been a great opportunity for us to watch a movie that we've never seen before, and I really had a good time watching it. Great. That's good. All right, and uh, Chiyoko and I will see you next time on... Ghibli Minute. On Ghibli Minute.